Today's show is brought to you by Takamini Guitars. Check them out online at takamini.com. Welcome to this episode of Under the Marquee, coming to you from Nightbird Recording Studios in the underground of the Sunset Marquee Hotel in West Hollywood, California. My name is Chris Cope, and I've been producing an acoustic showcase called Live at Sunset Marquee for the past 10 years. The show features some of the best independent artists from around the country, and we just happen to have one of those here with us today. My guest today is Rob Linus. <laughs> um, that's a great introduction. We're going to get beers. Um, it's before noon, but it's afternoon somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I think we're okay with that. So how you doing, man? I'm pretty damn good. Darn good. No, you can. Is, you it, can, is this cool? Okay. Um, yeah, it's my podcast, so cool. say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last time I was down here was after the show last year. Oh, after playing live at Sunset Marquee? Yep. Yep. What we did, came down here. Oh, we came down here tunes. and jammed, didn't we? Yeah, that's a lot of fun. And that was the last time I was here. Hmm. It was great. Well, you played this year, though. No. Thanks for the invite. What are you talking about? <laughs> you played earlier this summer. No. I played at the... Uh, at the yep, he says no. He would have he remembered my goofy no. face. <laughs> You're right, you didn't. But you played with Hamish Anderson last year, didn't you? No. No? I can't forget. What's your name again? My name's Bill uh, Cosby. <laughs> would you, oh, would you like lovely. Some, <laughs> would you like to go to sleep? <laughs> you oh, said I could say anything. Wow, okay. <laughs> Should we this start is, over? No, I don't think so. I think this is this is starting off great. You, uh, you just got back from touring. It's crazy, man. I mean, we played the uh, Georgia Theater two days in a row. We were support for Whiskey Myers and... It was uh, my 30th birthday, and I'm being from Georgia. It was a dream, you yeah. know, and they sold it out, and the fans were super responsive. And, uh, Very cool. Yeah, all my family came. Nice. Got, yeah. How big is the venue? Um, it's about the size of the Wiltern, I think, so I'm not really sure the cap, but I just, it's like a theater, so it's built there's yeah. three stories. It's probably a couple grand. I don't think that many. I think oh. it's a little, maybe a little smaller. I think it was like twelve. Oh, okay. Well, that's a big, that's a big showcase. <clears throat> yeah, that was a thousand more than I ever played for, so it was great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you played for probably two hundred and fifty uh, when you played. Here okay, okay. I shouldn't sell games. myself short. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. Nine hundred fifty. I saw your more. post on uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah. Who was recording you from the balcony? Um, that was actually my one of my bass players now fiance. He proposed before the show wait my bass he's player your, is fiance he's your fiance well he's my fiance and she is too it's a weird <laughs> thing it's cool in california but not yeah. in georgia so they're moving out here 
Wait, your bass player's fiance recorded you from the balcony. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Actually, I was kind of impressed with the uh, the phone. Uh, yeah, audio. she got some good shots, and <laughs> yeah. I mean, the sound in there is incredible. Yeah, that's um one of the my biggest issues with a lot of the venues around here. There are some good ones, but there are a lot of them that are not. Right. Absolutely. And it totally sounds different to us a lot of the times. And the venues we played, it sounded great on stage, you know, and that's probably the biggest problem. Yeah. It's yeah. like us hearing each other or, and we're not divas. Like, I don't really talk to the monitor guy. I'm like, oh, I can't <laughs> hear myself. You know, I'm just like, whatever, let's just roll with it. Yeah. You know? You're probably confident enough in your capabilities well, at this point. I wouldn't say all that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen you perform quite a few times. I think you're pretty pretty confident. Describe your music to our listeners. Hmm. That's a weird one because a lot of people, especially after this run, ask me what would you call that. Mm-hmm. You know, what What would you call that? Aside kind of, from a pile of shit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check your shoes. <laughs> you just walked through some shit. No, I mean, it was, uh, and I guess for an artist, that's probably the the coolest thing to be able to do what you want to do. Um, but to people who don't know who the fuck I am, uh, my name is uh, Bill Cosby, a.k.a. Rob Linus. And uh, <laughs> I would describe our stuff as uh, it's southern rock, country rock and roll. Yeah, I've heard uh, um, people describe it as outlaw country. Yeah, outlaw country, southern yeah. rock. Not that I want anybody to tune out right now, but uh, your Instagram account is what? <clears throat> it is uh, Rob Linus Music. R O B L E I N E S, and then music. All right. And so uh, go look him up and uh, follow him on Instagram because um, he's got some great videos up there and um, a lot of co- lot of cool content. It's very entertaining and uh, comedic, 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 comedic. Yeah, comedic. Yeah. Your music or your stage presence? No, just my face. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did you get into music? I moved here from Chattanooga, Tennessee. My friends had three songs, three shitty songs that I don't play anymore. <laughs> and uh, they convinced me to do an open mic night. Out here in L.A.? Se- no, oh, in, Chattanooga, in Chattanooga, about seven years ago. All right. Wow, just seven years ago. Yeah. And uh, I mostly did it to kind of overcome fear and just do something that I didn't think I was able to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did it, and I did it a few weeks and then uh, now we're here talking on a podcast, and that's the story pretty much. And were you playing the guitar as well as you play it now back then? No. 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 Because yeah. you freaking shred on the guitar now. Thank uh, you. I've shown your videos to quite a few people, and they're like, holy crap, that's amazing what he does with the guitar. That, uh, I wouldn't say I shred. I mean, L.A. is an intimidating place to be a guitarist because yeah. there's so many good guitar players you know there and are and actually shred is probably the wrong word to use for it but um get by i believe is two words but that's the two words that you describe it <laughs> i think you do a little bit more than get by on a guitar um and i can see it from the videos you know that people just really dig what you're doing up there so um fooled them fool- <laughs> fooled you fooled you dummies um, <laughs> So uh, you got into music about seven years ago, and uh, you moved out here how many years ago? Uh, pretty much, yeah, almost seven years ago. Wow, so that was just the kicker. <clears throat> yeah, I moved out here, actually, I 
been a welder most of my adult life if i'm an adult yet or now i don't know anyways i moved out here to weld offshore so i worked for an oil company lived in ventura first and then uh was like you know what i'm gonna start a band and then now i started a band now we're here and now we're here <laughs> <laughs> and you've played live at sunset marquee before and i promise i'll get you back up here no it's okay no no you will save save the people <laughs> save, save them you're much you too need modest. more you need more pop artists no we don't need any more <laughs> pop artists to be quite honest with you that's actually one of my reasons for running this show is to introduce um uh people to more independent artists like yourself that are not mainstream that you're not going to hear on the radio right. but um little do they know they really do want to hear your music well and, i think that that style is making a comeback you know and um like the band we just toured with they're a bunch of damn rock stars man mm -hmm. i mean they they're doing it they're selling out huge places and none of their shit gets played on the radio yeah and they just people are power and listeners are everything and if you can get a group of people that follow you and believe in what you're doing that's everything and fuck the radio <laughs> seriously i don't yeah, yeah. I, I have a hard time listening to the radio these days as well but uh, i have a plethora of great music to listen to from all the artists that have played my shows over the years so that's pretty much all i listen to and then right. of course classic rock because yeah. that's amazing but um there's a radio station for that so there is i um take back what i said <laughs> but uh there is a lot of homogenization in the in the music industry right. today and um, um and that makes it difficult for artists like yourself to kind of you know get well known and so so you think that the touring aspect or would you agree the touring aspect is really the way to make it in the industry these days unless you're going to go the homogenized route that's the only way i mean okay well i would say that a year ago i wouldn't have probably been ready for what we just did you know <clears throat> i just and i think everything happens in a certain order for a reason mm -hmm. and i wouldn't have wanted to be able to do something like that you mean going out on tour or like well i mean i've done my own tours but this was yeah very professional and we rose to the occasion and i just think that when people are skyrocketed to the top I don't think it's there's any substance, really. Maybe meaning when you say people are skyrocketed to stop, you mean like pop artist of today? Well, I wouldn't say pop or any genre. If if you were just giving the platform, you know, without being ready, I don't, you know, yeah, there's nothing to stand on, you know, long term, long term. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna do this no matter what. Yeah, it's just fun. Um, and and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people on the radio that are doing great stuff, and it it's. It just is what it is, you know. And and luckily, people like myself have met people like you or people that believe in what you're doing, and that's special to us people that aren't on the radio. <laughs> For a DIY kind of artist, there's, uh, you're usually playing for a three-hour span if you want to make money. You yeah. know, and all my guys are hired guns, so I got to pay them. Mm. And so that was kind of inspiring for me to uh, get gigs that paid. And people say, you don't get paid in L.A., but you do, you know, if you work for it. And which I'm still trying to work for it. <coughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of different venues. 
um, the echo is one that was great. Everyone was super on top of it and good sound. And then you have the, the gigs where you move the pool table and you set up in the corner and <laughs> drunk people yell out free bird. <laughs> and that's as the only guitarist in a trio. That's something I'm trying to learn as well as happy birthday. Those are my two goals. You got to learn Freebird free bird and, and happy, happy birthday. birthday, especially if you are Southern rock. Yeah. Uh, you got to know Freebird. Freebird! <laughs> I always say this is uh this one's called Stairway to Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that might be a good song. That would be good. Yeah. You can make it 10 minutes long. And happy birthday mainly for the, uh, for the, uh, the chicks and tips. Yeah. Yeah. Chicks right. and tips. Chicks and tips. That's a song right there. You just wrote a song. Well, thank you. <laughs> AJ, we got to get a video scheduled for that song. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're going to help me write the lyrics. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, I'll try to be more fun. No. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that would help. Yeah. Yeah. And why are you wearing a Loretta Lynn hat? Well, I played in Nashville not too long ago, and a buddy of mine brought me a care package, and he brought me this hat. Uh-huh. And a bunch of other stuff in the bag. <laughs> Are they all <laughs> logoed with Loretta Lynn? No. Oh. No. Well, I mean, I had a, I have a, actually a new Randy Travis shirt, an original tour shirt. So I, which is awesome. That is actually very awesome. So I think about artists like Randy Travis and George Strait and uh, uh, Clint Black and and uh, the country western artists of that era that I grew up with. And then I listen to country music today, and I don't like any of it except Chris <laughs> Tell Stapleton. Tell us how you really feel. I know, right? <laughs> don't beat around the bush. Um, yeah, no, I have uh, never been one to uh, hold my opinion. But um, Well, I... <clears throat> sorry, continue. No, I was just going to say, I mean, Chris Stapleton um, is amazing. Yeah. I really like his music, and he's got a great history of, of writing music for like decades for other people, and then he finally breaks into the to the scene. Um, you write all of your own music. Yeah, that's correct. And, um, oh, hey, thanks, AJ. AJ just put up a video on his phone of Rob Linus playing live at Sunset Marquee. We should play that. Oh, God. No, that's good, man. No, we'll just, you know, let's just talk about Chris Stapleton because he's great. <laughs> <laughs> but you write your own music. So um, there's a lot of uh, conversations today in the in the industry about um, writers not getting their due. And, um, you know, have you well, run into that at all? He sure did. I mean, well. He got his due. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And uh, well-deserved. I mean. Yeah, he earned it. When I sure. found out about him, it was in... Uh, he was in a bluegrass band, Steel Drivers. And being from the South, I love bluegrass. Yep. And then I knew his voice, but I didn't know his name. And then when he broke out and do his own solo thing, I was like, holy shit, I know that guy. Yeah. And it's just, and I saw him not too long ago here in LA, and it was, I mean, the dude doesn't have to really do anything. He just has a four piece band, three piece sometimes. Yeah. And play, it's his voice carries everything. It's yeah. incredible, you know. He um uh, he definitely has some talent. So, what do you find is probably your biggest inspiration for songs? We you developed our sound in bars, basically. Okay. So, a lot of it is rowdy and good time having music. You know. Um, you ever had a beer bottle thrown at you? Have yeah, you ever thrown I, a beer bottle? At no. Yeah, I had a beer <laughs> bottle thrown at me, and I caught it and used it as a slide. <laughs> Did you really? No, that's, that was made up story. No, but that for the record, been a great that story. was fake. Oh, uh, you should go with. But that. that is one of my things. Like, 
I'll take a beer bottle and use it as a slide. That's pretty cool. It's not doesn't sound very good, but people like it. You're a showman. <laughs> it's a show, showmanship is a hundred percent sound zero. Guess I was born a blue-collared man Welded by trade, American-made I make a living with my hands Never was to guess a kid in school It wasn't for me Always aspired for something Besides a four-year degree Rebel to the norm in the ice storm I never wanted to conform I was here on wheels and a gun of steel I waited on them cars to get down my way Had to make a buck and I was running out of luck Until I met you train full of steam and I threw myself off of every damn thing loaded pencil pack full of lead wild out viking born and bred I'm tired of being broke I'm tired of being a joke I'm tired of all them folks just a blowing smoke six drinks slinging from the north end of the river and I'm trying to make ends meet had to make a buck running out of love until I Shirts are the collar is blue. Always take pride, keep your head up on whatever work you do. Ain't nobody alive can take your pride. Well, nothing is a given, and I work to make a living until the day I die. 
Nothing is a given and I work to make a living until the day I die. Woo! It was only three chords. It was all right. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what I'm talking about by great indie artist music right there, Rob Linus. So you're playing a gig tonight? Yes. Where are you playing? Uh, we're down in Huntington Beach at Perks. Hmm. Do you play there a lot? Played there twice, three times now. Yeah. Yeah. You like it down there? It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, the crowd's the crowd is always great there. There are a lot of references in that song that um, seem like they could be personal. That's probably the most personal song I've ever written. Is it? Being a welder for a long time, I was just. I was just trying to write a song for the working force, you know. Yeah. And then obviously the second verse is about my dad. Yep. So yeah, <laughs> people people get off to it in the south, man. Yeah, I bet they do. I just think that anybody who has that kind of a uh an up, upbringing is going to like a song like that. And it definitely fits in the country um in the world of country music. So Right. No, I mean that's that's probably the most personal song I've ever written. Are we still live? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Can you can you edit that one out? Yeah, well, that was one take, by the way. What you didn't like it? First take's always the the only take. You want to do? No, I don't. I was gonna. I say. mean, I can do another song, but you want to do another song for us? Yeah, I think you should do another song for us. <clears throat> All right. Let's see. Unless it's gonna kill your wrist. No, I gotta I gotta warm it up. Yeah. I'm gonna ice it in a minute when I get leave here. I'll get you some ice. I'll play a new song. <clears throat> Work late in the evening after working all afternoon. Sometimes I wish I could kick off my boots and just down a big bag of shrooms. Sometimes I drank too much to cope with my anxiety. Got a good job, but I hate my boss. Been trying to get fired for years. I'm gonna lay it on the line. A woman like you's hard to find. You be the diamond, I'll be the rough. I'm easy on the highs if you drank enough. Maybe, baby, you're all I need. Lust comes easy with a bottle of wine, but the love of a woman is hard to find. I've been thinking, drinking. Looking at the stars, I'm a grade A fool for gals that work the bar. Honey, can't you see you might be all I need? But hurting on this black top, I put a hurting on my strings. Folks, they crave all they criticize in the different way that I sing. Between the drunks and the city punks, hell, I've grown some really thick skin. I still pray to Jesus when I sin, and honey, I sin a lot. I'm gonna lay it on the line, a woman like you's a hard to find. You be the diamond, I'll be the rough. I'm easy on the highs if you drank enough. Maybe, baby, you're all I need. Lust comes easy with a bottle of wine, but the love of a woman is hard to find. 
been thinking, drinking, looking at the stars. I'm a grade A fool for gals that worked up bar. Honey, can't you see you might be all I need? Lifting the south, I've lifting low, yes, I'm a working on learning how to shut my mouth. Make life harder than it has to be, cause it makes writing songs easy. And I don't need a lot, cause I ain't trying to sound like something I'm not. Wayland's cold and cash is the king, but uh, honey, I'm a doing my thing. track you just wrote yeah that'll be uh the first single off the record that one is called all i need all i need and it was inspired by uh, a tinder date or whatever those dating <laughs> apps are i witnessed it it was oh. it was uh was the most awkward looking thing i've ever seen really more awkward than a football bat <laughs> And I was like, what if you could just tell a woman exactly what you're feeling on the first date? That's where it came and there, and there's your song. Yeah. So I was trying to think of the most outrageous things that I could think of. That's amazing. I love how you uh, worked my last name into that mm -hmm. lyrics there, too. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Thanks. Yeah. I said cope at least three times. <laughs> uh, so you have a new album coming out? Yeah. Yeah. We're, work we're working on it. It, uh, <laughs> between touring and stuff it's i'm just trying to piece it together so we but every time we go in it's uh we get a lot done which is good yeah so maybe that, you need to uh come into nightbird and finish that off yeah yeah i can make those arrangements i think is that that's here yeah you're, okay, you're at nightbird right now i'm in nightbird <laughs> I don't even know what time of day it is. It, it feels like Nightbird. I wouldn't imagine you do. Um, I, I love the text messaging back and forth with you uh, earlier in the week when you were in the airport, though. That was uh, yeah, that I was, was uh, pretty special. It was, <laughs> it was in rare form. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's every day. Yeah, that's every day. <laughs> um, we'll just keep our text messages to ourselves. But uh, perfect. Um, you. <laughs> so, uh, when do you think you're gonna be finished with the album? Uh, well, we're going to release that song as a single. Don't tell anybody. I won't, I won't tell anybody. It's all a anybody. surprise. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to do 
at least one or two more before the new year, and then we're shooting for probably February. February for the album release? Yeah. All right, very cool. What is it, September? Yeah, that sounds about right. Because <laughs> you can't do Christmas because everyone is, you know, they care about Christmas. They don't care about your record. Really? Well, you could launch your it's record analytics. around Christmas, it's... and then everybody could buy it as a Christmas present. That's true. That is also science. <laughs> <laughs> that is science. science. You going back on a tour anytime soon, or what do you what do you what do you got planned? Yeah, we're here for September. Um, we're playing a few places here in LA, and then um, you're gonna have the tours listed up on your website. Yeah, yeah, okay. And your it's website uh, BillCosby.com. BillCosby.com. I'm just kidding. That's a sensitive subject, and I just for the record, since we're on the record, uh, I'm a jokester. And I'm joking. My name is Rob Linus, and you can find me at roblinus.com. I have no affiliation with Bill Cosby. <laughs> and he's very insensitive. <laughs> yes. Uh, roblinus.com, and it's R-O-B, obviously, L-E-I-N-E-S. E Nailed it. Thanks for joining us today. And Thanks uh, for having me. It was great. Yep. Well, it was. Thanks for the team. Everybody. Yeah. Thanks to Chris and Victor at Nightbird Recording Studios for being our engineers. And AJ was doing something for you. AJ he, was pouring coffee. He's he's on he's on top of the, the foodies. <laughs> Rob, thanks, man. Hey, really, thank you, man. It's a blast. All right. That's a wrap on this episode of Under the Marquee. To hear more great music from other independent artists, visit us at live at sunsetmarquee.com, where you can also RSVP for one of our upcoming shows. I'm your host, Christopher Cope, and remember, the best music in the world is seldom heard between 88 and 108.